Hello, and welcome to the Equiline Podcast. I'm Dr. Wendy Corrin. And I'm Dr. Dave Lundquist. And today we want to talk to you about a day in the life with us and a very special patient that gives you the reason to carry on with hope for your own dogs and any other animal, and as a practitioner, to trust your heart and trust your hands as to when there's more progress to be made. This is the classic case where I always say, if you ever doubt the efficacy of chiropractic, you need to see cases like this because it will completely change your belief systems if that's what it has to do. When you see an animal that's carried in, I mean carried in in someone's arms, and they're upset, they're crying, they think that this is it, their animal's done, and then you perform your magic. So it's as often we'll call it neuro-voodoo. And the reason we'll call it neuro-voodoo is because there is a lot of science to chiropractic, to the use of infrared, to the use of post electromagnetic therapy, and to the use of kinesiology tape. So although the intent behind the actions has a vast effect on the results that you get, we're not talking about something that's ephemeral and that you have to trust in. We're talking about the application of science in the real world. So let's talk about this week. We had a client of ours bring in a, a, an older dog. In fact, the dog's 15 and a half, a, a large dog that's 15 and a half, not a small dog that's 15 and a half. And people out there that know dogs know that a large dog that's 15 and a half, that's really, really good age. And the dog had been having issues with stability in his hind end, which is common. The dog would respond to care and had been, and there's a very long history, which I, I won't even go into of, uh, well, actually I will go into it, because going back about seven years ago, I was asked to see this dog because of an injury. He had fallen up the stairs and came up lame. When evaluating his sacroiliac and holding my hand under his abdomen, my hand came up filled with blood. And I said, this is not a chiropractic problem. And come to find out, he actually had cancer of the prostate. He was a whole male. Surgically, the issue was resolved and the dog has maintained his health for fast forward the next eight years, however long that's been. Then recently, all we've done is maintain, adjust him once a month, and he would go from sluggish to racing around like a total lunatic and puppiness restored until this week. Until this week. And, and an environment always has a little bit to do with it too. He lives in a house with all tile floors, and which makes it difficult for stability for a four-legged animal uh, that's weak in their hind end, they're gonna have a tendency to slip and slide. And when they do that, 
sometimes things slip in their spine. They fall. Uh, they have difficulty getting up after laying on a hard floor for a period of time. Just like you, you lay in bed too long, you go to get up, you're more stiff. Well, imagine a dog that's 15 and a half, which is what? 80 some years yeah, probably in human words. They're changing it all the time now. So it's an old elderly dog and he had occasionally been coming in and getting adjusted and then all of a sudden he got up in the morning uh, and he wasn't able to walk at all. Well, there was an incident. He was actually stepped on by a horse. He had a large hematoma in his left lateral lumbar spine and he was obviously in pain and distress and he was the one at fault. We, this was not an attack by a horse. This was an unfortunate accident of being in the wrong place at the wrong time. But he was not responsive to pain meds or care. And um, as there was some deterioration, there was discussion that maybe his life had been long enough. Which is always the call that you try to make to try to be humane to the animal. You've had that animal for most, for most of its life. You look in their eyes, you'll know. You'll know. We had a big dog, 175-pound Newfoundland, and he was good until the day he passed away. And by all you had to do was look in his eyes and see the total blankness, and you knew it was time. So they brought him to the vet and uh, carried him in and just felt, looking in his eye, no. As if any of you have seen the movie Little Big Man, today is not a good day to die. So they called and said, well, would you take a look? And the answer for me is always yes, because all I can do is look and use the combination of our hands our hearts and our technology to see whether or not we can make a difference. And understand this is not in place of veterinary care. The diagnostics are very important. You, know, you gotta make sure that there's kidney function. You gotta make sure that there's the ability to live even if you increase their mobility. Because mobility is life, is really what it comes down to. If you lack that motion, life begins to cease to, to, to happen. So that's what was happening with his animal. He had gotten down and had not been able to get back up again. And they did the right thing. They took him to the vet to get diagnostics. Not always, when a vet doesn't understand the possible efficacy of chiropractic or doesn't have that in their toolbox, they don't know to use it. It's not their fault. So they know, they brought him over, we did an adjustment, we did some taping, there was some improvement, uh, not enough. So two days go by and say, well, let's, let's do, let's add, let's add another technique. And we did a bit of a combination of PEMF and some infrared. And the swelling in that hematoma, which had been taut and, and had not shrunk in size, diminished by about half. And this time, instead of only taping the more symptomatic side, taped bilateral. And he walked out. 
and he walked towards the car, w taking a few steps, then lying down. And then once it got to the rough part of the driveway, he did not move forward any longer. So I said, well, you know what? I'd like to give it a week. Come back tomorrow and see what we've got. Come the next day, which was yesterday, uh, there was barely any hematoma. The back was squishy. I was able to actually create mobility uh, and flexibility throughout that lower lumbar spinal cord and SI. And then he wagged his tail and took himself out of the house, up the hill, well, we're in Florida, up the slight incline, out into the yard, and wandered around, walked to the back of the house, which is quite far from the front of the house, and literally looked like a dog that had no issues whatsoever. I also noticed he had the ability to lift his leg again on a few things, too. I saw him peeing on a few bushes. Amazing. Absolutely incredible thing to see. And today, I we opted to check him, although as he got out of the car and made his way up to the house and made his way around the yard and eyes bright and walking and his top line came up and I didn't do anything other than mobilize the spine and make sure that it had maintained because to be honest, if it ain't broke, don't fix it is another really important mantra that just because they're here doesn't mean there's something I need to do other than evaluate and encourage and say, let's keep, it's hard to build muscle in, a, in an older dog. So walk a little, let them rest, be respectful. But at this moment, there's life and we celebrate that. Always. And we see, we see, we have seen a lot of cases that, and that like, just like this in our years of practice, where people give up on old dogs sometimes and the dog still has life in it. You just have to create mobility and give that dog a chance. And that's what we do. We give some, the owner some hope and we give the dog a chance. And how much more can you expect than that? Which is why we love to teach. So whether you're out there listening because you have a, an animal that needs some care or your practitioner who wants to add a few more tools to your toolbox, we love to be a, a voice for compassion and a voice for competence. So we thank you for joining us today to share a little bit of joy in this world, uh, which needs all the joy it can get. So this means don't wait till your dog can't get up to start chiropractic care for your animal. Get your animal to the chiropractor. Keep the mobility going because it's easier to keep it going than it is to try to fix it once it's really broke. I think that's true for all things. <laughs> momentum, <laughs> momentum helps. So once again, I'm Dr. Wendy Corin. And I'm Dr. Dave Lundquist. And have a wonderful rest of your week.